Welcome everybody to Cosmic Dust. This is episode 12, and I have my good friend uh, Booker Toss here. Uh, Booker, Hello. why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself a little bit. Um, hello, I'm Booker, uh, also known as Zach in other communities <laughs> besides this one. Uh, I spent a long time nickname. That's, that's been pretty good. It's, it's like only in this group, too. Yeah, for sure. In the, in the group with, uh, with the, the video game crew. For sure. So, um, but yeah, I don't know what introduction I need. You know, I just graduated college looking for a job. <laughs> I have a classic struggle. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what everyone's like like just think about these days yeah but for sure. you know aside from that um i don't know you know we, we, i play video games with ben like most nights for sure. <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah i do music stuff um also big music I produce guy. music yeah produce music which is cool um yeah i don't know you know other interests involve i used to fence that was really cool i, I do some tennis now which, which is nice that's sick yeah, I, dude, I always forget that you used to fence. I think that's, like, one of the coolest things, like, about you. That's, like, oh, like, what's one, like, unknown fact that you wouldn't know about this person? Like, oh, yeah, like, he fences. Or he fenced. It's, like, that's so sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, did, it is pretty cool. Yeah. How did you, like, end up getting to, like, fencing? What what made you get there to that point? Um. So my dad is has been into, like, martial arts his whole life. Uh, and one of the ones, like, he's done a bunch of them, but, like, one of the ones he got, like, the top certification or something, like, the only one he went all the way to, to the top with was, like, Jeet Kune Do. And uh, I took some class with him when I was, like, you know, maybe a preteen or a little younger. And then, uh, you know, it was cool, but it wasn't, like, a sport, which is what I wanted, because I wanted to, like, have progress. Right, you right. know? Um, and I didn't want to, like, get into boxing or something, or MMA, which sounds kind of cool also. Um, cause I like the like one V one sport kind of idea. Right. Yeah. Um, so I ended up going to middle school with a kid who fenced. He did foil fencing actually, but I got into saber, but, um, yeah, he just fenced. He said it was sick and I'm like, damn, that's like, and I talked to my dad about it and he was like, yeah, like fencing actually like influenced a lot of like Jikendo fighting techniques. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and then like I was like, "Fuck, fencing sounds sick!" Like it was some of the sport elements I wanted without getting all those concussions and long-term brain damage or whatnot. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I did all like the, the classic sports that you would do. Like I did, I did little league baseball. Um, I tried basketball, I think, at one point, and then like I remember I did swimming for a long time. Swimming was a big part of my life um, for a long time, but it was also like a really frustrating part because um, it was just a lot of like going back and forth to the YMCA, doing practices, and like going to meets that were like at seven in the morning and having to do like 200 butterfly oh my god is the is the worst excruciating <laughs> but um you know now that i know that i'm not an athlete and i'm a creative type so i don't have to worry about <laughs> doing shit like that anymore um yeah but yeah like fencing you know is not one of those very uh contact sports or is and or is a common sport so like i, th I just thought it was really cool that you did that um but you also mentioned that you are doing a lot of music production right now. And um, yeah. me and Booker also, we went to the same high school. So um, I knew Booker was a talented musician because he played guitar in Guitar Ensemble. Yeah, you joined in for a year mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. That was pretty fun. That was a fun time. But yeah, um, tell me a little about uh, like your journey into music. Who got you... Who got you into music, basically? Oh, interesting. This is also uh, kind of my dad's uh, creation, actually. He, like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you're a parent and you, like, read a bunch of books and, and they're, like, all telling you a ton of things you have to do so your kid doesn't, like, die immediately. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> the, parenting, the classic parenting books, don't kill your kid immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one of them was, like, you know, you gotta like have them do music early so that they like, can like have a chance to be a prodigy or something. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> you know, like you know, like and that's not obviously like they didn't get it to me like 
like I, re- I actually read an article about Mozart. Well, I don't think it was an article. I think it was on Reddit, but I don't know if you call it an article. <laughs> you could call it, hey, you know. Okay, all right. Uh, it was an article uh, on the web. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was about Mozart, and it, it was talking about how, like, as like an infant, his both his parents were like classically trained musicians, like at a really high level or something, something like that. And like they just like kept doing music exercise with him and his sibling, his sister, I think it was, mm-hmm. like every day, all the time. <laughs> and then like he just like could do things like copy complicated music pieces that were like illegal to copy in the savage lands where he lived, right. compared to like I think it was like Italy or something. Damn, where it was allowed. But like, uh, yeah. So like. Probably some stuff like that, but anyway, he just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably some stuff like that. <laughs> My parents just wanted to be me to be Mozart. That's no big deal. <laughs> no, I, I think... Uh, I, I don't know how accurate all, like, all that Mozart shit was, but, like, really... Um, I, th- I think one of his main points is that it was, like, he wanted me to have a creative outlet. Like, you, you just want, like, an outlet for emotions and stuff. And it can just, like, help you be sure. a happier person, you know, and, like, have a passion and stuff. And it's, like, you know, it's something you can, like, keep going back to with your own effort, I feel like. For sure, yeah. But, you know, I buy things, but, like, it's so, like, with fencing and stuff, like, it was just, like, so much more expensive. And it's just, like, this is just, like, uh, I feel like so much more self-made and easier to do at home, especially nowadays. Like it's become so much easier in recent years. I feel like oh, and there's sure. so many more people doing it, just being like bedroom producers. And stuff. Yeah, I mean the technology for music production has just skyrocketed. I mean you can literally just create a home studio and you know just yeah. produce your beats and put them on SoundCloud, sell them for X amount of dollars. I mean that's just like life now. <laughs> yeah, so, basically. Yeah. So my dad. Um, you know, trying to do that and maybe make me Mozart if he's lucky. Um, put me in piano at like, you know, six or seven or something. Yeah. Piano lessons. And it was dope. And um, I did it for like a year. And then uh, my, I saw like the people upstairs in the music school, like playing guitar. And I'm like, damn, you know what? They're, they're badass. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be them. Piano is stupid. <laughs> Dude. So I quit piano and I went to guitar lessons and my piano pe- my piano teacher cried. Oh no! <laughs> this woman bawled. No, you made your piano teacher cry. Yeah, cause she wants she don't want me to quit. No, dude, that's so depressing. <laughs> I know. Holy shit, <laughs> dude, it's funny because you and I actually yeah. did like the same exact thing because I started taking piano lessons, I think around like eight or nine, and like the same thing happened where like i saw a guitar and i was like wait no i want to do i want to do that one (laughs) but my parents were like very uh they were all about me still doing piano so for a while i was taking piano lessons at the same time as guitar mind you mind you this was still at the same time period when i was still doing like swimming stuff too so like I was like overloaded as a kid where I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like it was school, swim class, music classes, fucking go to sleep. Like that's just what it was. Um, so. Damn, two instruments and swimming. Yeah. As a, no, I, I was definitely loaded for a while. Um, yeah. And then after. I guitar lessons and fencing. But yeah. That's an extra instrument on top. For sure. Yeah, after a while, I just had to drop one because it became too much. Um, so I, I eventually dropped piano um, and just stayed guitar full on. And then eventually I stopped doing swim class. And then eventually I stopped playing guitar. So life happens, I guess. <laughs> did you have a period where you did piano too? Like after you did guitar? Yeah, I like, I tried to get back into it, you know? Um, yeah. The thing with piano for me was like, um, I my right hand is my dominant hand, so like playing piano is like a lot of fun for me because I would always do like really crazy shit with my right hand, but my left hand was never on par. I was always like a, a like a sloppy mess with my left hand, <laughs> so it was just very difficult for me. In guitar? To, uh, no, for for piano. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 
No, that yeah. would suck if it was for guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to be like, that's, I wouldn't that's even be able to play the yeah. instrument. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, yeah, makes sense. No, yeah, for piano. Um, and then trying to get back into it was just really hard because, like, I had lost all of that muscle memory that I barely had to begin with with my left hand. So, like, you know, it, it was just, it was too difficult to get back into. Um, it, music gets more fun the better you are at it. For, for sure. sure, yeah. It also gets more frustrating. Uh, really? At least that's what I have seen uh, from my own personal experience viewing my brother. <laughs> What's frustrating about getting good? Because um, it's like it's like anything, you know? Um, there's levels to it. Like, there's always a next level. Like, you get you keep getting better, um, but, like, the, the better you get, the more work comes with it. So, like... You can keep surpassing the next level and keep going, but like, um, depending on what level you're at, um, the amount of practice that you need to do in between getting in between like to point A to point B, I mean, it's just like so much at, at, at the higher level. I mean, Nick, Nick practices at least like maybe eight hours a day when he's free. Yeah, wow. like, like, he, like he would that do that much. all the time and like, when he didn't have his teaching job, that that's literally what he was doing every single day, was just practicing his his essentials. And like he still does that. And like I just I gotta give him a lot of credit because um I did not have that kind of patience. <laughs> I had the talent, I just didn't have the patience. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, I mean it's funny though, because at the beginning of quarantine, um <laughs> me and nick were playing mario party um and there's this uh there's this new mini game mode in the new mario party where like it's like beat based where like you have to swing the the switch remote like on beat with whatever the song is going right to okay. gain points and um i actually beat him and i just like made fun of him was like Haha, i guess look at me like i can keep better time in and i don't i haven't practiced a minute of music in like seven years and he got so mad at me that he like he forced me to come over to his uh his little corner with all his guitars and stuff and he yeah. put a metronome on and he was like playing time don't miss it. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I tried so hard. And then like at some point he was just like, nah, you're off. Nah, you're going too fast. Nah. Like he would he would just do it immediately. And I was like, right, yeah. shit, man. I mean it's just a game, come on. <laughs> but uh yeah. like after that we just kinda like we kinda jammed after that and like that was the first time I had played guitar in at least uh probably like four years. Oh, that was right before quarantine? Just at the start of quarantine, okay. yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was interesting because, like, um, I kind of expected the same thing to happen to me with piano, where, like, I would have lost a lot of that muscle memory. Um, but I didn't. I kind of just, like, I kind of just felt it, and I was like, okay, I kind of, I, I remember this. I know how to do this. And, like, we just kind of jammed for a little bit on, like, a 12-bar blues. It's really simple. Um... But I was like, yeah, I remember this. This is cool. Um, and then after we stopped, I was like, yeah, that was fun. Probably not gonna play anymore, but it was fun. <laughs> but it's cool because, like, I, you know, yeah. you, I could just do that. You know, like if there was ever yeah. a moment in time where it was like, oh hey, like, can you, you want to play chords for, you know, this twelve-bar blues, and we just, you know, have a good time around like a campfire or something. Like that, that I could do that. You know, I have yeah. that in my in my back pocket if I need to. That's totally true. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's like learning how to ride a bike, you know? It, for sure. That's, for me, it comes up, like, once in a while, but it's, like, dope. Yes, I would love to ride a bike, like, <laughs> not, like when we did, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was, that was such a Except fun vacation. Except when we got lost. Except when we got lost. Yeah, that was that was, that was a long bike ride and more than I was ready for at the time, to be I honest. I think <laughs> one of the most shocking things that I, I experienced was recognizing how athletically fit Alex is. <laughs> oh really or on on a bike at least um because he was like he was trucking dude <laughs> he was like totally fine after all that even after we got lost and like <laughs> well he wasn't with us when we got oh, lost no right? he wasn't with us when you and i got lost no i was thinking of when we went out 
all of us together. I think with with his mom and dad too on bikes. I just oh, remember yeah. that day being rough for me because like again, yeah. not an athlete. Sure. Like bike riding is like cool and all, but like <laughs> I don't like I don't like being hot and sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, they like uh, it was not leisurely. <laughs> it was <laughs> not se. leisurely at all. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, we we ended up getting lost there. And they were just totally like doing like leaving you behind and oh, then yeah. like <laughs> like waiting and then immediately when you got there like you're like you're tired you're chugging you're like oh, I finally made it guys and then they just zoom and, and then they like, just I'm zoom like, oh my god I'm like why would you do that you don't give them a chance and it's like dude I had no chance I was going the same speed the whole way. <laughs> I felt yeah. bad for Alex's dad because he basically had to trail behind me at, at most of the points. <laughs> but dude, I was just fucking exhausted that whole day. Yeah, man. Good uh, vacation, though. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, dude. <laughs> Not your fault. But, but uh, you know, it was nice views. Nice once in a while, just like... Uh... Or we trailing back? Oh, guitar. Like, that was a nice once in a while, you know? <laughs> something, something you know how to do. It's nice to do once in a while. Yeah, for sure. It's funny, yeah. uh, that vacation was, like, the first, um... That was, like, the first time I, I had been on a vacation without, like, my family, you know? I don't know oh, if really? that was the same thing for, like... Um, I've been on, like, some tr friend trips. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what you signify as a vacation. I, I guess I call it a vacation, but it's not, like stay at a hotel or something like that was like yeah like we, well, like, we were staying like, at a house you know yeah so that's true. I, I don't know I, th I it was it was interesting because it was like oh like and especially because it was Cape Cod I guess it's it's more nostalgic for me because um, my family would go out to Cape Cod almost like every year for vacation so it was like this is different but also the same it's cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah cool. I feel like sometimes like uh like there's a certain way to let loose in, with your family and there's a certain way to let loose with your friends oh, it's just nice to have like that mix at the vacation element yeah where just like where you have that time to relax and you don't have to work and stuff so it's nice, sure. to, nice to have that mix for sure uh sadly corona has put a damper on those kinds of opportunities oh uh, yeah <laughs> Dude, I like was uh, for some reason. Uh, I opened Twitter today. <laughs> we were talking about Twitter yesterday, um, and uh, I like read on the news that they said like, oh, they could have a, a vaccine. They can confirm whether or not the vaccine for COVID nineteen uh, is is good or it works or whatever by October. October. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like in my head. I'm just like, please, for the love of God, just let it work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please, just let it work. Like, even though, like, it's and it's like I said, I called it in one of my previous episodes. We're getting real close to like election time, and like this the quote unquote vaccine might be dropped soon. I, Booker, I don't know if you probably haven't listened to the episode, but I basically called it saying like, if Trump releases out like a vaccine, like right before election then he totally like i say in my little conspiracy theory head that he had the vaccine the whole time and just didn't say anything. oh <laughs> i see you you think that he had it the whole time he's releasing it right before election absolutely absolutely yeah i i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised is what i'm saying like if it came out like 25 years later 30 years later it's like oh, oh yeah. he had it the whole time and like he was a piece of shit he was an even bigger piece of shit like <laughs> yeah you know i'd be really surprised if it came out soon but if it came out in like 25 years i think i'd be very not surprised yeah. like you think of like nixon and you're just like what yeah, happened right like what you expect him to do and it's just like you're like oh yeah damn, that was some shit huh <laughs> <laughs> well oh i feel God. like you're just gonna like look back and just be like yeah damn yeah that, that was, was some shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm just hoping for um you know and i hate to say it but i'm hoping for joe sleepy joe to get in and just get him out of here but you know I... Yeah, I uh, I don't talk about politics very. I often. know. I I was get, like, it's funny because like you're the first guest like on this show who has like really no political like not agenda, but like I just have never really heard you talk about politics at all. I have my own opinions, 
and I just like like I, I think I'm actually pretty moderate which is funny but I think what that ends up happening I just feel like I I just end up disagreeing with everyone on something and then yeah. it's just like I feel like I'm just not on anyone's side enough for some reason <laughs> like I don't know some people some people can play that card like they're on everyone's side I don't know how I find myself on the other end but it just doesn't <laughs> seem worth it you know right yeah I mean I'm a... I feel like it's so polarized there's no one else like I feel like it's very rare I find someone else and like yeah yeah no it, it, it for Moderate. sure is like super polarized and i think that's like one of the main reasons why we have so much political strife in this country is because our politics are so polarized but you know we gotta deal with the cards we're dealt with unfortunately <laughs> right now yeah. um but uh as long as you don't like trump i'm cool with it <laughs> yeah, it's fine no. um so this yeah actually i don't like in my household Mm-hmm. I don't like to talk about it because they like Trump, but I. Uh, oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't though, and um, I'm unfortunately also um, rooting for Sleepy Joe. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I also am not thrilled about him. But I think like <laughs> I I voted Democrat last time, and I kind of wit like I kind of just wish I voted Gary Johnson. Right. But um, this time I was like, oh, I sh- I should like third party again like try to you know break the two-party system yeah and like try to get that amount for them to get federal funding or something and then like i'm like okay you know what this is not the time to do that (laughs) yeah it's unfortunate because it's like um i in both times both both recent elections both third party candidates have actually been like really good and like actually not like I, i like i wouldn't mind them being president um but the thing is is like the problem with the third party is like like you said there's no federal funding whatever and it's just like at this point in time right now there we can't we can't spend the time to try and break the system at the current moment because of who's in office right now um and it sucks because like i know a bunch of people who don't want to vote democrat this election and i understand it but like Dude, a vote for the third party right now is just a vote for Trump, unfortunately. So I just, I got to advise people to just not do that um, as, as hard as it's going to be. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's what's your take on that? You think maybe I'm right? Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I think that's a fair point for you to think. But also, I think um I think it's not your place to like tell people what to believe. That's true. It really, it really isn't. You're, you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I agree with the rest. Like that's kind of why I'm in that position. Like I just explained, mm-hmm. like, it's just not the time for what I would otherwise do, I think. But, um, yeah, so I'm in a similar position to you, but right. like, you know, I'm not going to like tell other people to change their mind. Like, for especially sure. like there's a lot of people who like won't change their mind no matter what I say. And yeah. I'm like, and it's just like that's not something I'm willing to get into, you know. Yeah, I hear that. In most places in my life, so for sure. So you're gonna vote for Kanye? Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> maybe in another year, you know. Maybe in another year. I vote for you. What if he like votes? What if he runs for Congress in two years? You know, it'd be a good stepping stone. That would be insane, dude. Kanye what West, if, congressman. Dude, if he's serious about it, that's what he'll do. <laughs> if he's serious about it, that's what he will in the uh, what's it called the in- intermediate le- elections. I don't even know interim. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. But uh, you know the ones two years in between. Right. Kanye has to be running for con for Congress in Wyoming. Uh, Straight up, dude. I Wyoming Congress. What if that happened? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, speaking of Kanye, I have to talk about your obsession with him. So, um, <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I, I, we've had a little chat about this before, but I think it's very interesting. I do love talking about it because uh, I do think he's just an amazing musician. I think he's, you know, yeah, I, I think he's ahead of his time musically. Oh, for sure. Very much so. Yeah. Um, I, I still, you know, I think he's changed a lot, but uh, as we talked about previously, I don't think he's fallen off at all. I think he's switched lanes. Mm-hmm. like musically. his lane yeah musically switch yeah. lanes totally like they're both rap and hip-hop based but and they're both chopping soul beats interestingly enough which is the kanye thing 
but right. it's totally well aside from changing like a lot every album which i admire very much because he's very versatile um like also he's switched from like the lyrical lane uh where you could like i don't know compare him to like uh, i don't know who else is lyrical like nas or something or like maybe somebody tells stories better that i can't think of yeah like, even like, like lauren Jay-Z hill told or, her stories yeah. and stuff jay-z stuff yeah. like that exactly and then he's kind of switched into um the travis scott lane I feel mm-hmm. like where it's like it's you know it's more about trapping out it's a little bit less about the exact words you're saying more about the feeling coming across right yeah for sure um, <laughs> and like you know maybe I wish you know maybe I wish that he would do some more lyrical stuff which would be awesome you know I also want that I want more old Kanye stuff too it was great do you think but, he'll return like, to that at some point um, I don't know. He also made Yandi, which is like amazing, and I heard the whole thing. And then he's just like, mm, no, you know, he's like, Jesus, Jesus forgot the laundry, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so it's like, like I feel like he's just like he could, like he could drop the like, like uh, proto, like what's it called, like the prototype peak hip hop album. Like this is you know the face of hip hop for this year. Album, yeah. but he's just like I mean, he's nah, done it before. Jesus album. He's, he's like done mm, it before. Nah, actually, Jesus album though. <laughs> <laughs> actually, though, uh, have you heard of my man Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> like he just—he's not about. He like he has an agenda, you know. Yeah. Whether like whatever, good or bad, whatever. He's like on his own journey, you know. I think he needs help. But, yeah, I think we all do, but like, you know, uh, yeah. Regardless, like I think it's just like. I don't I, I I take him with a grain of salt and when you do take him with a grain of salt I very much enjoy hearing it <laughs> for sure who do you think is more obsessed with uh their obsession uh me with Travis Scott or you with Kanye West you with Travis Scott because Travis Scott <laughs> is your favorite artist whereas Kanye West is my second favorite artist oh interesting what is your first favorite artist Frank Ocean ah oh, that's right Frank Ocean okay mm-hmm. okay 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 yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, he got the singing and he got the rapping. Yeah. You know, he doesn't rap very much, but when he does, it's it's spicy. It's funny because like I remember when Frank Ocean blew up with Orange um, way back when. Yeah. And like yeah. everybody was listening to him, and the thing, and then he got the vine created out of him. A potato blew around. Like, yeah. <laughs> he blew the fuck up. But then like I feel like. For me, I feel like he fell off and like I just never heard from him again. Um, which sucks because I feel like he was, uh, and he still is obviously, um, a great musician for the, the, the R&B genre. So like, I don't know what it is for me. Maybe I just have to give his discography like another chance. Um, maybe you could recommend some stuff to me because, uh, I, yeah, I like his voice. Um, I love uh, that song <laughs> from the Vines. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I discovered sure. him really late, 2018, actually, straight up. Okay. Yeah. Started with Blonde. Um, it actually, I actually have been doing this a lot, where my favorite artists, I listen to them once, and I'm like, mm, you know what? They sound kind of cool with some elements. Some elements I don't like right now. I'm gonna save it. Maybe listen to it later, and then I come back later, and it's like maybe even a couple times I come back maybe even months later mm-hmm. usually only like a couple times but like sometimes months later on yeah. rare occasions in Frank Ocean's case it was months later and like I came back and I'm like damn wait this is actually crazy <laughs> like this is, <laughs> this is amazing this is and it's like it just was like like at first I was like you know what it's just like it's cool it's like musically like I feel like awesome but it's also like not listenable enough for me Right. was my first thought like listening to Blonde the album and then like I just like came into it with a different mindset like months later and it was just like totally I was like this is the best music I've ever heard <laughs> and it's upped my standard for listening to music yeah and like put me into a whole new like uh preference space you know yeah yeah for sure I feel like um I feel like Travis did kind of the same thing for me. Uh, and I, it's funny because I also kind of found him late as well. Um, I f- listened to Rodeo for the first time late 2019. And I was like, wait a second. This is like 
the most fire album I've ever heard. <laughs> like, why have I never heard of this? It came out in, like 2016. I'm like 2016, dude. Yeah, so <laughs> like, are you kidding me? He uh, talk yeah. about another guy who's ahead of his time, Travis. So I mean, ahead of his time, man. Like I, I actually just recently, last couple of months, I've been getting more into him. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I heard a couple songs when I was like, damn, wait, he's actually pretty good. And then I talked to you about, it, and you're like go into him and i'm like go okay yeah <laughs> and then i listen to all of astral world and i'm like wait a second yeah, <laughs> every yeah. song's a banger every single like, song every, there's no is skips man there's no really skips isn't. yeah and rodeo like i actually it's one of those things where like i actually right now i can't get into it. I, I bet i will like later mm-hmm. listens on but right now i'm not into it but like i totally see how it's ahead of its time and it, like influenced so much after that i've already yeah. heard and liked you know yeah it's influenced so much music that i already like for sure yeah yeah, it's definitely something i would suggest to go back to because like um and and that's the thing right like uh, when i was still in school during this time when i heard this album um and i was going to parties and stuff i would ask people to play this and people would be like oh come on that's like old dude i'm like what (laughs) hear the song and i would play like impossible from uh rodeo and then they would just all be dancing it's like (laughs) shit like it's old but look at the dance floor right now like look at everybody right now they're popping off right now he goes Um, goes crazy he i feel like he's timeless in a way um it's just like i i never heard an album like rodeo until until then like i just i don't know and yeah i just i wish i wish i could get you to feel the same thing but you know I'm Every starting, you know? Own, you know, I feel it with like Astral and stuff, you know, and yeah. like, I totally feel like I can with this other stuff. I think it's just going to like, you know, take those listens to me, which is like a weird thing. Yeah. But I also like it that way for some reason. Also the uh, features that he gets, I mean, he gets like the best people like all the time. <laughs> it's so crazy. Totally it's really stacked. It really is. And I actually stacked. wanted to relate back to how we both went from piano to thinking rock and roll music was cool on the guitar yeah uh and jazz <laughs> going into and, and and then going into <laughs> hip-hop yeah and it's just like it's a really interesting journey you know and you had a dumbstep phase in between Dude, no I one can forget about that no one phase. can forget <laughs> dude i was going to fucking life and color uh the fucking whatever bullshit that they were doing at tuxedo junction and tampere connecticut <laughs> Dude, I was I loved that shit. I loved dubstep. I loved EDM. EDM. Skrillex was like, he was like God to me for su- such a long time. Like he was yeah. literally like Favorite my artist. high school idol. Like, yeah. wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and yeah, I I just listened to so much, uh, so much dubstep, so much EM, and um, I think it 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 was an interesting phase because like. Um, I don't feel as passionately as I do about the music now, but I can listen to it, enjoy it, and like see the value in it, which is great because a lot of people, especially when that music was first coming out, didn't value that music at all. Um, So I'm glad that I have that kind of palette for it. It's like if something comes out um, that's like, oh, new dubstep stuff, and I'll be like, all right, I'll, I'll take a listen. I probably won't buy it or, you know, listen to it regularly, but I can. I can vibe with it. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a cool, like, uh, niche interest to have. I feel like things like that, like, preferences like that come out in your art. Like, mm-hmm. if you're, like, like if you were to do something with, like, trap-related stuff, like, there'd be times where you'd mix in some, like, like a dubstep or EDM element, and it would mm-hmm. just, like, go crazy. It'd be, like, a really interesting element that you would bring to the table uniquely, you know? Absolutely. Dude, I mean, I remember we were talking about this, uh, like, a, maybe a couple of weeks ago, um, and we were talking about how um, EDM music actually influenced trap music, um, and how that kind of led oh. led to me liking trap and and then getting into R&B, basically. Um, but it, it's pretty cool, because uh, I, I mentioned the one song, uh, <laughs> Turn Down For What, Everyone knows that song, um, and that's a, that's a trap song. That's a trap beat, you know. And it's a dubstep yeah. EDM kind of song. Like it's got a bass drop, it's got a build up, all that stuff. Got little Johnny, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah. uh, that's that's a straight trap beat, you know. And that was that song came out maybe 2012, 13. And wow. uh, I mean, it's since, early for that kind since of thing, then. Really. 
but Migos I mean, started around then too. Yeah, and then Migos came in, Fight Night, Versace, man. Versace, dude. And oh then the Drake God. remix. Oh yep, my God. The Drake remix. Dude, all of that stuff, that blew up. I feel Triple like that turn. was just the birth. Like, that was it. Trap became yeah. uh, just the most dominant genre and really just moved, uh, you know, hip hop and R&B up into like pop status like it is the most popular genre of music right now in the u.s and i think trap. the world um, I think trap hi- is? Uh, hip-hop 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 like, yeah but you know hip-hop, hip-hop is like it's even more popular than like what they would be at the pop umbrella right even though right. there's some overlap obviously drake for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean for the longest time rock music was like the most popular genre in america but yeah now, in very times, interesting shift times have changed like, it mirrors our shifts you know <laughs> it mirrors yeah. our shifts yeah. maybe college has something to do with that possibly <laughs> <laughs> i think it also yeah. has to do with um just like at, and speaking from a sociological point of view um <laughs> our resident sociologist benjamin speaking yes uh <laughs> Our current times, I mean, I feel like that also has to do with a lot, you know, our, our social injustice, uh, our movements, our Black Lives Matter, like all of that. I feel yeah. like that all has influence on, on, our, on our our culture, our, our music, our art, that all that all comes into it. So, And I totally agree. There, you know how many trap songs talked about that? Yeah. Like, talked Dude, about Dude, I mean, think about all the songs that came out after uh, George Floyd. There's a couple Dude, of them. Anderson like, Park, yeah. Kanye. Yeah. With, with Travis featured. Yeah, with Kanye with Travis featured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good song. You know, a really yeah. freaky music video. Yeah, yeah, really freaky, for sure. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, I, I just, uh, I think that there's there's definitely no hiding it. Like, it, I feel like that's definitely opened my eyes to some stuff, too. Like, it's made me look into some things. Yeah. You know, because of the music, which is kind of its intention, you know? For sure. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, um, what, that's what art is supposed to do, right? Yeah. Bring your attention to yeah. something bigger than yourself. For sure. Well, I don't know about that, actually. I feel like there's a different purpose. Some some artists, that's their goal. Some other artists, it's not their goal. That's true. Yeah. Like, there, there's other artists, I don't know if you've heard of them, Surfaces, they're called, but they're just, like, this duo, and they just make, like, I don't even know how to describe it, just very chill, like, uh, it's not quite pop. It's not quite R and B. It's not mm-hmm. quite hip hop. It's like it's all singing, but it's like super chill. It's like um, I don't know, like beachy music, and okay. it's just like so such a vibe. And every <laughs> song kind of sounds the same, right? But they're all sick. Yeah. <laughs> and well, the mean, lyrics are like very very fitting, but mm-hmm. they're not saying anything too deep. Yeah, you know? I mean, look at Joji right now. Like he's one of the most popular artists. And like he was pink is he really guy. that popular? Yeah, dude, he's huge popular right now, and he's Damn. like lo-fi god right now. I'm pretty sure. I, know, I like him, but um, and he's he's actually um, he's influenced some of uh, my lo-fi taste because I had a roommate actually in sophomore year of college who was like really into Joji. He was like Japanese also, and he just like he idolized Joji, right? Uh, and. Um, he thought Pink Guy was hilarious. He liked the music, <laughs> yeah. you know, the whole deal. Um, and uh, yeah, that kind of got me into it. And yeah. I also think he's amazing. And I'm surprised how popular he is. I'm actually. surprised how popular he is too. Like, it is crazy. No one even knows he did Harlem Shake. <laughs> <laughs> I guess some people know, but it's like, you know, yeah. my parents didn't know until I told them. <laughs> I don't know if that you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's. Uh... I, I Harlem Shake. Remember just like viral internet things. <laughs> remember, Dude, remember when that when was, that was like, like a hot goal? topic? Yeah, <laughs> that was the like, goal. Yeah, kind of falling off oh though. I feel like like you still want to get viral, but now it's like so much more obvious. Like, oh, you're doing marketing. Like you're yeah. not going viral. You're doing marketing. Okay, <laughs> like, <Clout> pieces. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's just become so saturated that uh, that's happening. Yeah. But that's capitalism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that that's true. That is definitely capitalism. <laughs> and then the market evolves. Um, for show, sure. for show, sure. dude. Um, let's talk about a little bit about games because uh, we play games like every night. We play League of Legends all the time. Yes, we do. League of Legends <laughs> is my favorite game, actually. Yeah, I have the most time with it. Um, it's still super fun years later. I think it started in middle school. 
Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I when did I start? Holy shit! I started playing League. Uh, I think my freshman year of college. I think. I think nearing the end of my freshman year, I started playing League of Legends. Just I think for me, Alex told me to get into it. Yeah, I tried it and I didn't like it originally. And then I tried it again, like maybe a couple months later, and I was like, okay, I can do this. And then like I had to learn the game, how to play the game for like a whole year. <laughs> and then, uh, and then it's been uh, the rest has been history, honestly. <laughs> maybe that's a that's a really interesting uh, thing that happens with everyone who plays League. They don't like it at first, which happened to me and Alex and me, uh, Rachel. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. But I think everyone who <laughs> likes it quits and then comes back. I have a theory it. that Rach is still stuck in that first year of learning how to play League and she just hasn't gotten out of it. <laughs> I think she's shown slow um, but steady improvement. I agree. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for sure. She's definitely learning and she's actually starting to, uh, you know, move lanes now for the first time, which is... Um, which is which is hard to do at first. Um, what was she? What did she switch from to? I know she's ADCing now, but oh well, no, she was always ADCing. Now she's doing top lane. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah so she's I, finally out of the bot lane because she was doing support and ADC. I see. Um, for as long as I can even know. So now she's doing top lane. She's kind of enjoying it, which is great. Um, I saw some good Kale games. Yeah. Here and there. I um. I was proud. It was like a, it was like a yeah. sapling. Victory. <laughs> so, so strong. Sturdy. Carry so sturdy. Victory, you know. <laughs> we actually lost that game, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes when the pressure's on, it's, it, you need experience. Yeah. Back, no, you know? for sure. You do. Um, but I, yeah, I love playing with you guys every night. It's definitely kept my sanity during these tr just tumultuous times. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys for that. And um, I, it's just been, I mean, every night's like a different, it's like you said, League of Legends is a, is a weird game because like you can keep playing it. It's the same thing, but you get a different experience every single time you go into a Summoner's Rift match, um, even so though the true. map is the same. Um, so true and some of the frustrating things like lagging afks and like uh you know people quitting and inting. Uh, feeding and stuff and inting, like you said but yeah. um like that sucks but aside from that like it's it really is like this amazing dynamic experience that's like super different there's so many champions it's gonna be so different every time but it's also like you can use these transferable skills of like you can totally just play one champion if you want and just like fucking yeah. become a master, which is amazing. It's like you can totally like fit your personality to these different things. And you're like, you know what? I'm kind of bored of this. Let's play a totally different game and go like jungle, you right. know, and just play like a melee champion instead of ADC. <laughs> and it's like, it's totally different. Yeah, you're using your mind instead of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's why I love it is because like, I feel like, Coming close towards the end of like my my college experience, I would say like games were getting rough for me. Where it was like, uh, like not not games in league, but just like video games in general were just like uh, okay, like I could play this, but I could also do something else, and it's like uh, whatever. But with league, it, it's like it brings something fresh to the table every time. So, like, it kept me coming back all the time. Whereas to, like, things like Destiny and Overwatch and, like, uh, Call of Duty, those were, like, they were good space fillers for the time. Um, and granted, I spent a lot of time on Overwatch. <laughs> that, is, that is the one game where I did spend a whole lot of time, almost as much Can't as, forget Destiny. as League of Legends. Yeah, Destiny 2 to an extent, but like I've completely just like hard stopped playing Destiny. Um, Destiny sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, and Overwatch to an extent too. I, I've hopped on maybe like once or twice every now and then just to, I don't know, just whatever. Devin still plays it, so it's fun to play with her when she's Premium on. Premium game has a mini-map. I'm paying for a game on the map. All right, Spellbreak is free and has a mini map. Right? Oh god, that mini map sucks in Spellbreak. I hate that. Doesn't turn with you. Yeah, you I have, hate that too. It's so stupid. It takes an extra second to orient every single time. It takes t literally two times as long, maybe even three, to <laughs> do the mini map instead of like 
at lesser amount of time it would take if it just literally turned with your character. Yeah. It doesn't. They need that option. Hopefully yeah. they update it. I don't want to talk shit about Spellbreak though because Alex work at, works at Epic. <laughs> <laughs> Spellbreak's also like an amazing game. Like League's my favorite still. I, yeah. We're having um, a lot of fun with that right now. Yeah. Um, and even if it, even at if, least some of uh, us are. <laughs> yeah, Alex uh, famously hates League. Yes. Um, but thankfully, he still plays it with us to hang out with us, which is a delight. It's a even though I have a sneaking suspicion he secretly loves League. Um, I think because... he loves it too. <laughs> he definitely doesn't hate. Okay. Dude, he gets I... excited about things in League and like yeah, yeah, really has Dude, fun. He's literally like... on the PBE right now playing Samira. Yeah. Like... <laughs> and he, like like yesterday, I was like, "Do you want to play Spellbreak?" And he was like, "Nah, I, I just want to play PBE, so I'm just gonna go work instead." Yeah, like, and I'm like, "You don't like play with me if I play it on PBE?" And it's just like, <laughs> like it's all he wants. Like. Dude, he's he's a he's he a like, like mystery. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of a funny does. dynamic. That's yeah, why I said famously hate League because <laughs> it's not just a regular hate. It's a, it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. No, he's very open about his hate for the game. <laughs> yeah. I'm very open like, about my hate for Spellbreak. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, you are. Which is I like. See, Dude. I'm. Oh, I hate Minecraft. I, and I really and I don't have love hate for these games. I just well, I guess I do have love hate for Minecraft. I yeah. Never mind. These are love hates. Mm-hmm. I have love hate for like Minecraft, Warzone, Among Us, stuff yeah. like that. But I just like I totally love Spellbreak. Yeah, and I, I hear you. I, I, I'm, a, I'm with a love hate relationship with Spellbreak right now, and um, it's mainly just because of like very very small things that could be fixed um like again the mini map uh the loading screens not being able to look at the map when i'm dropping in like uh, yeah that's um, a rich no PC and then like the big things are like you know the damage um you know i have like fully stacked armor and full hp and i'll die in one second and i won't really know how there's no really ex- explanation like i could just get hit with like a boulder and a fire tornado and i'm just dead like <laughs> like there's no there's no real uh there's no real defense against like a huge barrage um except for like I don't know. Say you have the special skill or whatever that teleports you away or whatever. I, I don't know. I feel like it's just a little too finicky for me. Like I, I need something that's a little more straightforward and it's telling me like, okay, like this is where you're taking damage from, and like you have this, this, this option to do. Like not just like, hey, um, don't get hit by this or you'll die immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's what yeah. I feel like Spellbreak is, and I, I don't, I don't enjoy that because I mean, look at the past couple of games that we've. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we literally it, just dropped in and just fucking died in like the first like three minutes and it's like i don't want to keep playing this like i don't want to keep dropping in like after yeah. like the third or fourth time i'm like ready to go to league like <laughs> hey yeah. that, that's fair you know i feel like everyone's gonna feel different about stuff sometimes mm-hmm. i actually really agree with those three points you made about spell break um and uh they definitely need to fix that stuff because it really detracts from the game yeah um i think it's a great game concept though for sure i I love it thing needs to be fixed the loading screen thing needs to be fixed although i love that it launched for free with cross-platform yes that's a very very good you know although they really need to fix those loading screens yeah i think that's one of the best things about epic is like you do the same thing with fortnite free game it's a great you know Whatever yeah, you can yeah. shit on Fortnite as much as you want, like yeah, you know, I don't it's like a kids Fortnite, game, whatever. It's free, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? Like, good on them for doing that. I think that's, I think that's great. Yeah, Travis Scott had a Fortnite concert, and they got Travis Scott at a Fortnite concert. Come on, I didn't know. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's sick. I saw a little video of it, like a clip. It's, it was cool. Sick. Did you did you see it? You got Fortnite. I saw videos. I saw videos. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. No, I, I never downloaded Fortnite. I never I, I played Fortnite once, um, and it was on my roommate's account, and it was really hard. It's actually like, it's a decently hard game. Like if you're if you're just starting out with it, I feel like, um, especially if you're if you're new to the the concept of building, uh, and that's like a huge part of that game. Uh, so I was I was just immediately just 
killed as soon as I was found. <laughs> but that's the thing, yeah. is it's, it's as soon as I'm found. I'm really good at the sneaky. <laughs> that's, my, that's, my, that's my skill in, in Battle Royales. <laughs> I'm just Dude, good at outlasting everyone else, and in the last second I just mow down whoever's left. <laughs> hey, that, that works. If it slow, it works. So that, that's how I, definitely how I feel about Fortnite and Apex Legends, actually, which I feel like is a good game, but I just like can't figure out. It's just so hard, and it just doesn't entice me to go into it more because I feel like I just get wrecked. Yeah. But Spellbreak, like I, I think I said the, the first two things you were talking about, um, but the third one I think is about the damage and it just being like overwhelming and like these huge spell effects. You're talking about these area of effect spells that are just so massive. It's like how do you get out? Yeah. Um, but I actually feel like so I, I think that is a valid point because it is pretty messed honestly you can get, and yeah. they need like a death recap or something they do and need they, a death they, recap they need in the menu to tell you like what damage stuff does and like have a definitive amount of health bar and stuff like tell you oh you have 100 health so like this one deals up to 72 damage if this happens and stuff like that and I don't, I'm not so sure it's that clear um, yeah yeah the numbers in game it's like pretty not clear I feel like but I do feel like they have an answer that at least the classes like being different like the lightning one you get extra runes you could just like dash out of the way real quick or like teleport all the time or something and if you're a rock which is already op you have a ton of armor so you'll be fine with fire you can like well that's you'll be fine but i play rock the tankiest build by the way everyone (laughs) and i still get one shot so explain that one to me epic games (laughs) rock's the the ones one-shotting people so you're just a glass cannon at that point because you can't move. Yeah. You, you don't have the defensiveness of mobility. You mm. just have that bit of armor. So I guess you actually are more vulnerable, even though you are a bit tankier. Because you don't have mobility. But, Balls. you know, you have more damage <laughs> than, like, everyone. So, yeah. No, it's <laughs> that's true. just kind of how that class is, I, I mean, feel there's like. just some, something so satisfying about just, like, chucking a boulder at some dude's face. Yeah. Whereas, like, like the, the, the ice, you can you can go really fast, and you can freeze people around you and not take damage during the storm at later levels, which is really good. With fire, you can fly with the kit. And you get to, um, like, use zone control. With poison, you get invisibility you can use to get out, and, like, it dashes you, too. You know what would be a really cool ability for Rock? Is if they gave her, like, a tally, or gave him, like, a Talia passive. That was, like, um... You know how Talia like oh, rides on walls, walls and, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if there was like a rock like moving ability or something like that. Like where yeah, like maybe know, it's that like, would be cool. not grass if it's rock. Yeah. Like on the side of a hill or something, you just yeah, slide like rock slide. There. It would be cool. And you know that's really interesting because there's not a lot of crates around there, but there are, but there are a lot of fights because people are trying to get the high ground. I feel right. Like. Yeah. So that'd be really interesting. It's good in fights, but it's not good around fights around loot. So it's just kind of like an interesting dynamic there. But it's also where you're most vulnerable because you don't have mobility and there's no cover. Right. So it might be nice to have some mobility. But also it's already way too OP, so you need to nerf damage to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, we're running down at the about the end of this podcast, so um, Booker, do you have any final words for uh, the outside world, the listeners of the podcast? Anything uh, you'd like to say to them? I'd like to say, if you've come this far, thank you for listening. And uh, that's about it. Yeah. It was a nice time. You know, <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. I had a great time. I hope everyone is uh, doing well. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>